0: The Porsche Carrera Cup North America on IMSA Radio. Well, hello, everybody. Uh, We've got two rounds left of the 2022 Porsche Carrera Cup North America presented by the Cayman Islands. And as uh, uh, tradition dictates, we will round off the season here at Michelin Raceway Road Atlanta as part of Petit Le Mans weekend. We're just outside of Braselton, Georgia, about uh, an hour and 30, an hour and 40 minutes up the I-85 from downtown Atlanta, depending on traffic, which can be um, a little bit tricky, of course. Two and a half miles just over, at 12 corners, turn one, massive commitment uphill, brush of the brakes, get back on the throttle. Give it large. Up over the top, blind corners to two and three. Then down through the S's, turn five. Bit of a bump there as you turn in. Makes life a bit difficult. Ultra quick into turn six because it's banked on the inside. Turn seven is a bit tighter than you think. Uh, Not really an overtaking manoeuvre. Then through the kinks at eight and nine and down to 10A, 10B. And then that is a real overtaking spot. And then round to finish the lap off at the awesome downhill diving right-hander at turn Number 12, nothing sets my heart up better than seeing a full grid of Porsche Carrera Cup cars. And we have them, Uh, 29 cars, no starts for PJ Hyatt, for Pedro Torres, for Jeff Myshack or for Justin Oaks. We'll give you the full details uh, of that. And why uh, in just a moment, in fact, we can tell you why PJ High uh, is not there. Because this morning in qualifying, lost the car at the top of the hill at turn five and hit the tyre barriers at just the wrong angle to put the car onto its roof. See the underbody aerodynamics is you can see that that's not probably the right situation. PJ was fine in that hill car and managed to. Get out. But that car, Jeremy, obviously not taking part. It did absolutely its job in terms of the FIA safety cage and everything uh, else. Couldn't use the uh, driver flap to get out at the top because it was upside down. But uh, that car will probably live to fight another day, but not this weekend.
1: Uh, chassis damage on that car, unfortunately, so that car will not be seen again this weekend. Most unfortunately, because he was sending some blistering yes. laps. And it was right towards the end of qualifying, and uh, that re- the red flag came out and stopped a couple of guys who were on really good laps at the end there. So it not only upset him but upset several of the front runners as well. Uh, also upset in the front runners is a newcomer to the championship here this weekend, Loren Heinrich from Germany, who is the reigning two-time Porsche. Carrera Cup Germany champion he clinched his second title in succession one week ago at the Saxon Ring in Germany comes here this weekend to make his debut in North America with the 311 RS motorsport team puts the car on pole position uh, as far as he's concerned, however, he's running here as an invitational entry, so not eligible for championship points. Therefore, second fastest man in qualifying is one of the championship contenders, and that is Riley Dickinson. He will start on the outside of the front row, but he will take the two points that are on offer for the pole sitter.
0: Yeah, Lauren Heinrich is uh, invisible for points, but if he gets onto the top step, he can shake the champagne. So we have then... Remaining uh, a 29-car field. We've had over 40 in the past. Uh, Let's take a quick look at how they'll line up for race one of two this weekend. Here's Jeremy with uh, the Runners and Riders.
1: Yeah, so Jeff Myshack also had an incident yesterday. He will not be starting in the Goldcrest, kind of a 29. Grady Willingham will start in 29th position, kind of a 21. Row ahead of him is Vernon McClure in Calibre 10 and Tom Collingwood in Calibre 69. Bill Smith and Bob Mueller, number 42 and number 28, will show, th- show row 13. Richard Edge in Calibre 18 and Moise uretsky in Calibre 44 ahead of them on the grid. Row 11, Kurt swearing in Calibre 17 and Mark Kawami is the... The uh, points leader in the AM class in Number 43, he will start 21st. But on the pole for the AM class this weekend, having celebrated his 65th birthday a couple of weeks ago, John Getz for Wright Motorsports in Number 57 will start 20th. Ahead of him on the grid, Adam Adelson in Number 24, Marco Tironi in Number 84. Uh, Hunt McKenna in car kind of 88. Row eight is Matt Halkom in car kind of 55 and Jeff Mosing in number 56, third fastest in pro am. Efrain Castro, one of the contenders for the title in pro am, the defending champion, car kind number of 65 for Kelly Moss will start 14th. Ahead of him, two pro cars: Duvarin in number kind of 13, TJ Fisher in car kind of 58. Then the pole it in Pro-Am, the championship leader, car number 99, is Alan Metney. Row 5, Michael McCann in car number 8 and Travis Wiley in car number 77. Michael McCarthy in number 7 and Grant Torkey in row number 81. Row 3, Dimitri DeMarcos in number 11, the championship leader Kai Van Berle in number 3. Trenton Estep and Parkin Thompson on row 2. On the front row of the grid, Riley Dickinson in car number 53 and Rory Heinrich in car number 12.
0: The red and white number 12 leads them to the line and Lauren Heinrich gets this underway. He'll defend the inside. He's being forced over to the right-hand side by the 53 of Riley Dickinson. And Parker Thompson coming through behind, but it is the German double champion, Lauren Heinrich, who goes through. And here comes Thompson in the shell car. He's gone through in a second straight away. That's a very powerful move and a powerful naught of intent there from the young Canadian who's gone straight through into second position following through into third place Trenton Estep who took a win of course up in the streets of toronto he defends stoutly going into (laughs) turn six from riley dickinson who's got his teammate and championship leader kai van berlo diving down the inside at turn number seven that was very nearly a repeat of what happened at turn 10 at indianapolis came from a long way back there kai really needs to take a breath sometimes before he makes those maneuvers two cars ahead of him he'll get a good draft here who does he pick well, he's picked one. He's picked both of them, and now he's going to the far left-hand side of the track, and he's on, his own, and he makes it three across the track, going down into turn here for the first time. First and second are away, and here comes the championship leader. There was contact there. That'll be looked at. He, I'm not sure, three wide going into turn ten on the first lap of the race. He's smart by any of those drivers, and they're still side by side coming out of the final corner, and off goes Dickinson. He'll do well not to hit the wall there. Got to be very careful as the pit wall comes to meet him. And he's dropped all the way down outside the top ten. What an opening lap. What entertainment. The Porsche Carrera Cup North America. visit Cayman Islands has already shown us what it can deliver. Jeremy Shaw.
1: Uh, wow, yeah, that was uh, that was so much went on on that, on that first lap here, side by side through the final corner there. And Riley Dickinson, he wasn't really pushed off, he just kind of ran wide over the kerb there. I think Trenton Esther pretty much left him enough room on the outside. Yeah, I'd, I'd say so. And uh, Riley Dickinson there, he got kind of shuffled out there at the chicane, turns 10 and 10A, and he's lost himself a lot of ground now. Now he's not good for his championship aspirations at all another touch
0: side by side contact yeah. these cars run big cambers as well the wheels at the bottom are further out from the bodywork work than they are at the top they've got the wheel arch extensions on that uh, allows them to have the wider front tires on the 992 cup car heinrich by half a second from thompson van Burlo, championship leader in third then estep dickinson is we're back down the field now, and that will reset as we come back to the line. Cars on the dirt underneath us as the field comes down the hill and into that red Georgia Clay. So I said out of the top 10 for Riley Dickinson, it's actually dropped down to 12th position in the classes. Wright Motorsports John gets his leading in 19th overall in arm. Mark Kwame in second in that class and in Pro-Am it is Alan Metney who leads and he's got a couple of cars between himself and his title rival, Efren Castro. Start is under review. The start is under review.
1: Yeah, as uh, standard procedure uh, and uh, boy, that was a pretty fraught opening lap there's all sorts of things going on most of the way around the lap but Trenton Estep just got super defensive there in several different corners that allowed the two leaders to get away a brilliant move there by Parker Thompson I think to take the lead going up the hill toward turn three a very bold move at the inside <laughs> to take that position away from Riley Dickinson who then got shuffled further back
0: second place on the road but Jeremy you're right that is the lead that is, yeah. that is the 25 yeah. points that's so, exactly right so Heinrich doesn't exist for the point, he will be allowed to stand on the podium if it finished right now, Thompson McClawsum. that championship points back on Kai Van in second, Trenton Estep in third is a couple of seconds further back, Dimitri Timakos has made a cracking start and picked his way through all of that carnage, one year on since the first time we saw him in Porsche Carrera Cup North America a man from outside of Chicago in the number 11. That's the team car to the leading car. Lauren Heinrich is uh, uh, red with the white cross uh, and on the bonnet and Dimitri Dimakos is black with a red cross on the bonnet. Leaders coming up to turn six now as the field streams through turn five. Dimakos with Michael McCarthy in one of the uh, three white and green Kelly Moss racing cars that are in this race. Van Perlour in the number three is the one with no coloured accents on the front and rear valances. And McCarthy has the sort of uh, purpley colours on it, and the orange colours of the 53 of Riley Dickinson uh, distinguishes that car from its teammates.
1: Yeah, so uh, coming into this race then. The, the cars are now running in, in second and third. Parker Thompson and Kai van Berla, They're the top two in the championship in the other order. It's Kai van Berla that leads by 11 points over Parker Thompson. A penalty.
0: Penalty for Dimitri Tamakos. Yeah. He changed lanes at the start. Not allowed. You must stay on your side of the grid as you come through. That was a pretty even start as they came down. Yeah, he's pulled right out. And across the lane, that is a mistake that you might expect a rookie to make. Uh, also, Trenton Estep, I said it was stout defence coming down from five to six. He's been warned for that, for blocking. Uh, I, th- I thought he perhaps had just stayed the right side of the line but it was close and I can absolutely understand why that's been pointed out by race control to his team and therefore to Trenton Estep that, right, that's enough of that, thanks very much probably got a little bit of leeway because it was the first lap but uh, he's not going to be allowed that again and he's been told that in no uncertain terms by race control, like that, very good meantime, McCarthy then down the inside At turn 10A in the white and green car on the green car. So that's, uh, excuse me, that's Riley Dickinson coming through there. Uh, He's already gone past Grant Torkey. So that's back up to 8th from 12th at the end of the first lap for Riley Dickinson. So he's on a bit of a charge, needs to be. Got his first win on hallowed ground at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway brought all his team in for the big photograph to kiss the bricks in front of the winning car very classy young man, Riley Dickinson top four in the championship Kai van Berlo Parker Thompson, Trenton Estep and also Riley Dickinson all would be very good ambassadors and represent this championship very well in the shootout later on the year And that's what they are all aiming for.
1: Yeah, and it was Heinrich of course that won that uh, contest last year, didn't he?
0: Yeah, very good point. And he's now a Porsche junior driver. Um, So many drivers have come through uh, that in the past and through this and its uh, predecessor championships around the world. Here comes Dickinson on TJ Fisher. He's got the inside line to turn 10A. And that's done and done. Super stuff, Grant Torquay trying to close in in the bright green car. Oh, spun up the back wheels there as he came out of 10B and that's cost him. As he's lost the position to the number 77 of Travis Wiley. Just coming out of 10B, had a really good entry into 10A, the green car, and then spun up the rear Michelins and that just killed his progress. It's quite steeply uphill actually from 10B under the Fox Factory Bridge. At the front of the field, Lauren Heinrich is putting on a clinic. Three seconds almost, the gap now between himself and Parker Thompson. Thompson's got three seconds on Van Berlo. Now, Parker needs to play this one sensibly. You only get three sets of new Michelin racing tyres to use per race weekend from qualifying onwards. And there were some drivers who... Uh, did use all three sets of tyres we believe yesterday Uh, early this morning excuse me. quite a few
1: of them did I think the only one who didn't actually was the race leader uh, Lauren Einrich who saved a set he he laid down a fabulous lap early on and uh, he's just continuing that dominance now really impressive run uh, for the youngster from Würzburg in Germany
0: Dickinson makes up another position now in 6th place as he has gone by uh, Michael McCann and now it's his teammate Michael McCarthy who's a couple of three seconds up the road so Dickinson will be kicking himself here because he's obviously had pace in that car dropped a huge amount of time in real estate at the end of that lap one kerfuffle coming across the line and he's now 15 seconds away from Heinrich who he can stroke it home from here now Heinrich has, even this early on in the race, with half an hour to go, Heinrich has done the hard work. What he needs to do now is to make sure that he keeps the Michelins underneath that bright red number 12, 311 RS machine. He's still getting used to ABS. The championships he's raced in does not use the ABS option. Porsche Carrera Cup North America, presented by Visit Cayman Islands, uh, is the only one in the world that does that. So for 500 horsepower, 510 PS, So I think creates about, it's a little bit less in horsepower, isn't it? 507 or something like that. Flat six, six-cylinder horizontally opposed or boxer engine, as it's sometimes called. Great sound it makes as well. Whole new chassis for the 992 Cup car that came into racing competition last year. The... American Series here, just one of five around the world that had it on its debut season. Super Cup, obviously, Deutschland. So two wins in this car. Championship wins for Lauren Heinrich, our leader. Uh, Porsche Carrera Cup Asia, Benny Lux as well. So Parker Thompson is the effective leader of the race for points. And this is... A little handful of points grabbed back, but in the context of the season, Jeremy, any points grabbed back are points well worth having. And at the moment, Parker Thompson is scoring 20 points to Kai van Berloes at... Uh, 25, sorry, to uh, Kai von Berlo's 20, and we'll have to keep an eye on who's got the fastest lap as well, yeah. Lauren Heinrich, which, which
1: could be absolutely critical. Yeah, uh, Heinrich has overall, but of the other contenders, uh, it it's is actually Parker Thompson yeah, who's it is. got that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and and that you get a point for fastest lap, uh, and I believe that uh, yeah, even even if Heinrich sets his it overall, it's going to be whoever is wound well, back. Yeah, 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 it's exactly. So uh, and that you know, 11 points between. Van Burlo and Thompson coming into these final two races uh, with the uh, uh, positions as they are now. Thompson will gain back five of those and potentially six if he if can, he can hang on to that fastest lap pointer as well.
0: Yeah. One or two dusty cars out there, including the number 99 GT Silver iFly car. He's going across the top of turns two and three now. That is the leader. In the Pro-Arm category for Alan Metney, I don't think he's been off, but I do think he's been through the residue of people ahead of him who have been exploring the Outer Limits and the Red Georgia Clay. Two team cars together as well. In eighth and ninth, TJ Fisher and Travis Wiley with the two top racing cars, the IMEX Capital Machines running in team formation at the moment behind them is Grant Torkey Uh, sorry no Grant's uh, a little bit further behind them yes in the bright green machine sun just starting to sink a little bit and make things a little bit interesting looks like the uh, engine sorry not the engine cover the luggage cover on Grant Torkey's car is bouncing around a bit carbon fibre reinforced plastic exactly the same as the road car the GT3 road car uh, very much related to these cars that are racing now and Grant Torque's car a pretty good approximation of the good old Porsche colour that is Viper Green or now called Python Green the road car a stunning piece of equipment sharing the same front suspension with the double wishbone fully adjustable front end of course they do get bigger wheels they have uh, 20 and 21 inch rather than the 18 inch diameter racing wheels and tyres the road car with the, uh, the bigger diameter rims and uh, a 6 speed manual gearbox in the road car whereas it is a Porsche racing gearbox here but with the uh, optional carbon fibre fixed seats on the road car you could honestly think that you could roll straight onto a track and uh, and have a race.
1: Uh, you were talking a little while about the differences between the car with the fact they're running ABS here mm. The other difference for, for Laurent Heinrich, who's leading this race now, is the uh, the Super Cup races are generally around about twenty five minutes. Oh yes, good point. The Porsche Ra- uh, yes. Carrera Cup Germany is about is thirty minute races. Yes. This is forty five. I spoke to him a little while ago. He said that's something I'm going to concentrate on. I've done some long distance races before, but I haven't done a long distance sprint race before.
0: Yeah, that's a very good point, Jeremy. But this if this is the longest that any Porsche Carrera Cup races in time. Yeah. Uh, it's normally, for the, the national championships, it's uh, half an hour. Certainly Porsche Carrera Cup Asia tends to be half an hour or 17 or 18 laps, whichever comes first. Super Cup, obviously running under the constraints of being on the Formula One category, uh, Formula One schedule, a little wee bit shorter than that. Uh, battle 4 position going through the top of the hill with Hutton McKenna on the Taylor, Marco Cironi, now they're not in the same class, it's 15th and 16th Marco Cironi is pro-am McKenna in the McKenna racing car run by Wright Motorsports in the pro category, lovely to see those colours back again, the white car with the yellow bumpers and the red script on the side those with long memories will remember that colour scheme in the American Le Mans series, running the 88 as well Just in behind there, another pro car. That's Adam Adelson, Premier Racing, running the number 24. Normally runs the uh, 48, but gave that number away. Uh, Sorry, normally runs the 24, but gave that number away uh, to allow... Oh, big slide down the inside by hutton McLennan at Turn 10A. Can he hold on to that? He can somehow. And here comes the 24. Who gave his number away to the Ray Evanham run, Jeff Gordon driven silver machine at Indianapolis Motor Speedway. And managed to meet his hero. I suspect there might be an autograph on that 24 car somewhere.
1: And Heinrich uh, continuing to pull away at the front of the field. The gap between second and third has come down a little bit, and uh, Trenton Estep is actually closing on the both of them, and he's just turned his best lap of the race. Trenton Estep in the fourth place car number six at the one at the one twenty one point eight. So coming
0: into unknown territory now for Lauren Heinrich in terms of what he's been used to racing in the Super Cup at twenty odd minutes. Yeah, this a 40-minute contest this year, but still 10 minutes longer than any other Porsche Carrera Cup race around the world here. Carrera Cup North America, presented by the Cayman Islands.
1: Ooh, there's a, 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 a battle going to turn one is for the lead in Pro-Am as uh, Alan Metney defends to the inside wow. there to keep... Uh, Efren Castro behind him and Varen Choksi who had been in the middle of that little that, that duo for the last few laps he's got past Metney, and uh, there is the battle heading around turn three and down into the S's Metney just ahead of Efren Castro
0: who has the fastest lap in pro arm yeah I, I didn't mention earlier on that that slightly dusty number 99 the silver car had a couple of cars cover between himself and Efren Castro that is not now the case as Jeremy's pointed out and the purple and black car in second place now alan metney needs to put all thoughts of last year and the triple header out of his mind he came in here leading the championship in pro-am had a decent first race finished second to efran castro and then the second and third races were absolute nightmare for him and in the end efran castro snatched the championship by a single point off at of turn one in the dust off backwards, there that was a high speed incident. It is the leader, it's Lauren Heinrich who's gone off. I said he was in uncharted territory, yeah,
1: not yet, but on that score. But uh,
0: just 20 minutes to go, and wow, that's a big off. He's not getting that going again, it's torn off the front, splitter the under part of that. Uh, sideways and backwards the hazard flashes going automatically on the cars he was on his own turns in it all looks good a wiggle in the middle of the corner two wiggles in fact he he went off on the exact track that we lost one of the prototypes there's one wiggle and he turns in he catches that one and then there's a second as he hits the bump he was slightly offline and hit the bump And the safety car is out full course yellow. Wow. And, well, that is twofold interesting. One, the man who has dominated here and had broken the back of the race. Halfway through the race, he could stroke it home from there. Now, I'll tell you now, that's interesting for a driver who's been picked as a Porsche supported young driver he's shaking yeah. his head um, I'm not sure he realises what happened but the what we've seen will give him I think I think it will give him a little sucker because the first he will have think I caught that Why did it snap? And quite clearly, he put a decent amount of counter-steering opposite lock-in after the first slide. He comes in perfectly. There he's caught the first one. Then he hits the bump, and it's the bump that unsettles his car. And that's quite a big impact with the car, leaving the grass. So he catches the first one. There's the counter-steer. I've got it. I've got it. Wait, why is it sliding again? Because he was slightly offline, and he hit the bump towards the apex of turn one. In the yeah,
1: carrying a lot of lot speed A lot of speed well.
0: through there. These are quite high downforce cars. He's fine, but there was just a little look back at the car and a shake of the head as much as I said, I have no clue what happened there. I think he'll get the clues when he sees what we've seen here well, in the booth. Was
1: there some sort of a braking issue there? I mean, you're on the brakes there, I think. I'm sure you are in these cars. It's, it's, a, it's well. a
0: light brake. <laughs> Um, It's about a three or a four in pressure. Um, Now, the the question is, are you still braking on the ABS all the way up to the corner? There you go. And that I don't know. I'd have to ask one of the drivers. That's maybe a question we will do between now and tomorrow. But he's going to wonder because he got the countersteer in. You could quite clearly see it. He was turning left. He turned in. It's fine. The back end of the car started to step out. He's caught it probably lifted just a little bit, and then he's turned back into the corner, going back through the middle, letting the, you all actually saw him pause at the straight ahead position and then turn right. So he's let the car settle exactly as you have to do. His mind's working and clocked so much quicker than ours, but he did absolutely the right thing. Only the slow motion shows you that. You can't really see that in real time, but that's how quick these guys' minds work but then hits the bump and the car's gone. So Thompson now leads from Van Berlo and Estep. It, it hasn't changed at all the points that they will get. What it has done is brought Riley Dickinson back in the mix because that 15 seconds that he was away from the lead has now basically three cars lengths.
1: Yeah. yeah, and it also brings uh, Kai Van Berlo right onto the tail of Parker Thompson and Trenton Estep, who'd been, uh, who's pretty much the quickest guy in those last few laps. Uh, right onto the tail of uh, Kai Van Burlow as well so uh, you know, that's going to be uh, you know, right behind him is Michael McCarthy who's been turned some good laps Riley Dickinson as you say clawing his way back into the picture so uh, it's, it's also
0: closed up the arm battle as well because yeah. John Getz now has got Mark Kwame right on his tailpipes. Yeah, he,
1: he pulled out about four seconds yeah. over, over Mark Kwame who's uh, battling away well had been battling away with Richard Edge uh, uh, and uh, Moise Uretsky as well was in, in that battle, and Dmitry DeMarcus, I mean, served that penalty early on, with, it caught up onto their tail. Also in Pro-Am, Alan Metney uh, and Efric Cashel, they were pretty much nose to tail they in were. any case, uh, and will remain so at the restart.
0: So keep an eye out for John Getz in the purple and silver right motorsport number 57 and Mark Kwame in the mostly silver with a bit of black MTK motorsports, they're 19th and 20th and they are 1st and 2nd in AM. that Pro-Arm battle is 11th and 12th, that's the silver I fly number 99 of Alan Metney and Kelly Moss Racing and Efren Castro is the half and half so purple and black number 65 uh, and at the front of the field well you know what they're doing 15 minutes to go Jeremy and uh, possibly a bit of welcome relief for the Michelin tyres although it's only only 22 Celsius which is 72 Fahrenheit on the track which is is not critical by any stretch of the imagination, the tyre engineers and the teams uh, start to get a little bit worried when you get up towards about 48 50 degrees celsius
1: the other factor, of course is the wind it's pretty breezy out there that's There's, a very it's good point. very gusty and uh, when that car is getting stepping loose on you to turn one that's the last thing you want in those cars uh, being loosened up even more by the air there we heard several of the drivers during the weather tech session talking about uh, the, the effect that the wind does have on uh, di- at, uh, different parts on this racetrack
0: Lauren Heinrich will be absolutely inconsolable at the moment. He will want to know what mistake he made. He'll be looking at the data as soon as the car is back. But he has thrown away a real opportunity I just here. I wonder whether
1: there was some sort of a braking issue on that car because the way it stepped out, uh, you know, he'd be he'd be doing. I mean, he'd be lapping incredibly consistent. He's, the three previous laps before the off. Uh, 1 minute 21.94 one one Wow! Uh, pretty darn impressive and uh, in each of those laps he'd pulled out uh, four tenths of a second, four tenths of a second and three tenths of a second over uh, Parker Thompson in second position so he's absolutely flying, he was clearly in the groove there and something upset that. Uh,
0: and that was half a second slower than his fastest lap, those, yeah. those three laps that you've just mentioned there yeah. Jeremy, so he, he wasn't massively leaning on the car trying to put another fast lap in he was still quicker than everybody else maybe he'll feel he could have dropped his pace a little bit more really
1: yeah and, well he was one also one of the drivers this morning qualifying that didn't use that third set of new Michelin tyres he'd set his lap times early uh, and he was he was good with that come in park it whereas all, all of the other championship contenders uh, came in toward the end of the session, put on a fresh set of tires, and then of course there was that red flag right at the end, which scuppered their plans of perhaps improving in those final few minutes.
0: Now we're, I don't, we're not going to go green next time around. Uh, we've still got work going on at uh, turn one. If I look to my left from our broadcast booth, I can still see the uh, flashing lights. Of the rollback, back, the flatbed down there. Phil being led around by the Porsche safety car, and this weekend I think we're back to the Turbo S, aren't we? The bright red car, nine nine two Turbo S. Since as as I see the rear wings, I'll confirm that. Yep, got the. Uh, same air ducts in as the race cars but on the road versions that's just for the Turbo S 520 horsepower uh, for that machine and a new special edition just been released using that car as a base model that car's all wheel drive, the safety car and is uh, very impressive the new Sport Classic has that engine and chassis And that amount of power, 500, nearly 600 horsepower, 570-something, I think. Uh, But it's only two-wheel drive and has a six-speed manual gearbox, which sounds lovely. They are all already spoken for, as you might imagine. A very competent road car, indeed, I would imagine. 11 minutes to go, we're under safety car for the penultimate race of the year in Porsche Carrera Cup, North America. The 311 RS, number 12, Lee Keane's car normally, Lauren Heinrich this weekend, driving that car, twice a Carrera Cup Germany champion in the last two years, and into the pit lane for Matt Holcomb and the mystery machine, number 55.
1: Yeah, he had the problem right before we went to, to the full course caution. He'd been running in the 14th position Um, and uh, just not far behind, you know, only, what, third position he was in the uh, Pro-Am class, but he had a problem and and pulled off there. Just to note that that that, that 311 car that's being dragged back now, uh, Deluxe, uh, is the uh, brand that's on on board the sponsorship for that car and the the sister car, Dimitri DeMarcos. And Deluxe, their home base is is Minneapolis, has been for 100 years, uh, but uh, they've also got a second home base here in Atlanta, just a, just a, a not too far here from the racetrack. And they've got 40 guests here this weekend, including quite a few of the top, top executives uh, are visiting the race this weekend. So they'll be disappointed to see the one car out of the race, but they've still got the second bullet in that gun. That Dmitry Navarkov, having had that penalty earlier on for, for uh, a, an improper move at the start, mm. uh, had been working his way back, into the lower reaches of the midfield currently running in a 21st position is Dimitri DeMarcos in car number 11
0: and the safety car lights are out so as much as we love it the Turbo S will exit as it comes underneath the Fox Factory Bridge already accelerating away back. using that uh, all-wheel drive and turbo power to pull away from the cars and leaving the field in the very capable hands of Parker Thompson who has Van Berlo tracking his every move. Trent Nesterov who dropped back just a little bit now closes in and then it's mccarthy and dickinson so three kelly moss road race cars the top five and the leader goes wow. straight after out of turn 10 while everybody else still had a little bit of steering lock on so they couldn't accelerate as soon as he got the wheels straight he was gone out of turn 10b that's a Oops. lovely start and off behind them this could be big this could be very big indeed that was the two Apex capital cars and it's the 58 that went off tj fisher and somehow got it back on he was battling with it, the team car for top racing That's going to be a difficult debrief. The 56, uh, 58 rather, uh, has continued. And uh, Travis Wiley was there as well. Oh, I just think it was a little bit too much pace taken by uh, the first of those two apex cars. And of course, target fixation there, I think, from Travis was following TJ and he kind of just followed him off. I don't think he touched him. That will be something to talk about in the hall later. Oh, that's good news for the drivers behind as Grant Tolkien makes up a position. Moran Choxie as well, and those behind all will move up a position.
1: the pro am leaders, of course. Albert the NF, Castro, number 99 and 65, still pretty much tied together. Uh, oh, Here's a battle. There's a pass More for the lead Pro-Am.
0: As you mentioned it, Jeremy, so does it happen. Efren Castro has to take every opportunity. And here comes Huck McKenna as well. He's a pro car, though. So is this a repeat of last year? Full course yellow. Full course yellow is back out. This is for Debris on the front straight. It's one of the signs the sponsor signs that is in the middle of the track following that off by the two top racing cars and where did that, yeah flicked up and into the middle of the road now they are a, a light plasticized board but even so you can't have that there uh, meantime the At the back of the circuit, that's up on the handling circle at the top of the hill. and it's Grady Willingham. It's Grady Willingham who's who's gone off in the rain car and giving some fans up there a slightly better look at the number 21 Goldcrest motorsport car than they were expecting. There are metalled roads now Mm. all the way back to the paddock but that's a long old drive and that car doesn't have the benefit of the front axle lift that the GT3 road car has Uh, it is an option I should mention um, for the road car Uh, there are